0: Hello, and welcome to Shakespeare, the roundtable discussion podcast where we talk about Shakespeare. My name is Chase, your mostly quiet producer. Today, we zero in on one of the last shows that we need to cover, and also one of the last shows that Shakespeare wrote, Two Noble Kinsmen. If you want to support the show, please check us out at our network Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, or leave us a rating and review over on your favorite podcast app or catcher of choice. And now, on with the show.
1: So Chase and I have acquired a new member of our household. What's that? Uh, it's a Roomba. <gasps>
2: What's its name? Oh, nice.
1: Friar Dingus.
3: <laughs> Friar Dingus? Yes.
0: The the Friar Dingus. Only when it's the. behaving. Yes. Aww. The Friar Dingus when it's good. The fucking Dingus when it's bad.
2: Oh, that's awesome. It's-
1: it's a cheap Roomba and so it's not like smart enough to map the house and know where it's going. So it just goes until it bumps into something and then it like turns and goes off yeah. in the other direction. It,
0: it bumper cars around. So it doesn't clean efficiently, but I'm not doing it. So it doesn't matter.
1: But Yeah, I got
3: I got Hannah DJ Roomba mm-hmm. uh for Christmas. She can set up an app and like tell him to start and everything like that from the app but he does not have the uh Roomba cam or whatever that they use to to like figure out where they're going so he also just runs into shit yeah probably so, the same one that fun. we got then yeah yeah, yeah. So
1: Chase was out of the house this afternoon and it was running and I was sitting working on show stuff like three times I just heard from the bedroom please help your Roomba <laughs> and I would have to hmm. go and be like what the fuck are you in now and it was like having a dog
2: I was to say, yeah, it sounds a lot like having a cat. You don't know what it's Ruben's doing. Like it's being quiet, and then all of a sudden you're like,
1: meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go detangle, like, headphones and phone charger cords. Or it's stuck it under the couch. Stuck in the bed skirt. Mm-hmm. The bedroom yeah.
0: is really the most dangerous spot for it. Now, I ran it, the first day we had it, I ran it a bunch because the novelty had not even close to worn off.
1: Oh, it wore of off for me in like twenty minutes of gotcha. this thing zooming around today. But again, I'm not vacuuming, so
2: they need to make a dish Roomba, one that will just do my dishes for me. Yeah, do That's what I don't want to do.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, it's called a dishwasher.
2: So
3: uh <laughs> we may have sold our house.
1: Yay! Oh, okay.
3: We accepted an offer on the house two weeks ago. Last week, okay. beginning of
2: last week,
3: some point, sometime. We accept the in the
2: the nearish past.
3: Appraiser came out this past Monday, inspection was on Thursday. But really the inspection I could care less. I care way more that the appraiser says yes, there's house is valued enough that we will give you the money. We'll give them the money to give me the money.
2: (laughs) So that you can then give someone else the money.
3: So uh we theoretically have a closing date for the eighteenth. So in two weeks and then we'll be moving. Moving. Do you have
2: an idea where? There
3: you go. Uh, we found a place. The price was right. (laughs) It's a long drive for me to work. It's about an hour commute, which really honestly isn't hard, isn't really any worse than me driving to Holland for work. Yeah. I was going to say it's like a
2: 45 minute drive for me to get out there almost an hour and you work 10 minutes away from me. So it can't be that. Yeah.
3: I was saying getting, getting out to, getting out to Holland uh getting to work in the morning at, you know because i leave at like 5:30 a.m. when i was going to the holland office uh 45 minutes 50 minutes to get to work coming home
2: 6 hours with
3: that airport airport highway then uh 475 traffic uh hour hour 15 hour
2: and a half to get home from work sometimes i I have lucked out that I'm always driving the opposite direction of the backup that happens during rush hour. So I go north in the morning and south in the afternoon and never hit the backup. And I get off at central, so I don't have to hit anything near airport highway. That's nice.
3: Airport is always a mess.
2: It is. Boo. So, well, good. Speaking of messes. Um,
3: Oh, or do we want to talk about this play on the Shakespeare podcast? So
2: I gotta say, um it was a roller coaster ride. There's ups There's down da- <laughs> there there's, are downs. There's downs. Yep. It takes some there's some unexpected inversions. Yeah. I'm like, why what are we doing? Why can't she have a name? So
3: There's some there's some twists and some cul de It It is wild. And,
2: and we just like a kid on a bike, keep going. Right around the cul-de-sac. Back to where we started. No reason to go there.
1: So, I.
3: So we're talking about
1: the hidden gem. The
3: hide- the the dually attributed gem of yes. uh, the two noble kinsmen
1: of Verona. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like we already read this one. It's called Two Gentlemen of Verona, and that one was better. <laughs> Kind this of, one's a little of.
3: bit different than two so gentlemen. So
1: instead of brothers,
2: we're talking about cousins, and they know each other, and they—they
1: they weren't brothers in two gentlemen. They were just friends. They're just friends. But either yeah, it just.
3: But either way, this is the this is the Shakespeare podcast. Yes. I'm Ryan Halfhill. I'm
1: Beth Roars. I'm Cassie Greenley.
3: I'm Chase Greenley. And now. Yeah, uh, they're yeah they're in this their cousin G- two gentlemen I think I think you're right I think they were just friends. so this is, yep. so this is like
2: this is a great play to put at the end. And had I ever read it before, I would have suggested it go at the end anyway. The
3: sure. 1634
2: um,
1: often this actually is the end. <laughs> this is the end. This is often thought to be Shakespeare's final work, but it, last play. It's like Kevin Smith
2: movies. Like, this is Jay and... i said it before, but this one really is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Because we go to the Forest of Arden. (laughs) We've got uh, Theseus and Hippolyta again. Like, all of the B players come back to
1: make a, like, a best of cameo.
2: It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yep.
1: When you talk about the the Shakespeare nesting doll production, where you just string all thirty seven plays together, this one nestles very well with Midsummer because the action starts as these three widowed queens catch Theseus and Hippolyta on their way to the wedding. So you do the first four acts of Midsummer, and they then you insert in. this play, yep. and then you go back and catch the fifth act of Midsummer. But you're
2: also going to in this play. You're gonna verge off into As You Like It a little bit, because you're into the Forest of Arden, and then while you're in that, you can circle around to like Winter's Tale as well. It's the
1: perfect. It's the perfect way to Just get. there. an Winter's
0: Tale.
3: <laughs> this is the glue.
1: Two Kinsmen is the glue that holds all of the Shakespeare cinematic universe together. We need-
3: the <laughs> Shakespeare theatrical universe is it. It is tied because of. This is the Stan Lee cameo. This is the
2: Avengers. This is
3: <laughs> This is this is Avengers.
2: This is the reason no, this is we like... watched all of those single individual plays for this so is long. Amb- This is the
0: most and this is most ambitious theatrical crossover of all time.
1: And right. you, I don't leave? know if I want to hang that on its shoulders cuz I don't think between, it it. a, it's But between between certainly a You will leave crossover
3: between a guy by the name of Thomas Fletcher and our good man, Billy Shakes. You will leave this play
2: shaking your head, thinking you need to read it again, because you must have missed something.
1: But as the prologue tells us, if you don't oh, like sorry, it, John, John Chaucer Fletcher, wrote it. I
3: called him Thomas Fletcher. I was yeah, com- it's John Fletcher. I was combining Fletcher and Decker.
1: But, um, but as the prologue of the play tells us, if you don't like it, Chaucer wrote it.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, so... We have to talk about this prologue.
3: And this is this is the third at the time, like the third dramatization of the Knight's Tale from Chaucer. Um, So, getting Billy Shakes was getting in on that uh, lucrative uh, tie-in spin-off money.
2: Well, hey, every story's already been told before, right? Shakespeare, we've been
0: remaking stuff. Since uh, since Shakespeare's time.
2: I mean, Shakespeare's yep. ripped off other people before. Why not Chaucer? This time he just right. says it in the beginning. That, you know... Oh his, yeah, he's straight up. His words won't be as good world. as Chaucer's, probably. Unless you like it a lot. In which case, I mean... <laughs> That's great. He's better. <laughs>
3: yeah, then it's, it's all good. But this
2: prologue, so, this like, I'm reading through it. And the first thing I notice is how much they're relating... A brand new play, to having sex with your wife, on your wedding night, and how it's the best moment that play will ever be, just like sex will be the best it'll ever be right there when you take her hymen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like it set it set itself up to make me go, what the fuck are you doing? Luckily, that was the and theme of the entire play.
1: That energy through the whole thing.
3: Yeah, it's it's just to get you, it's to get you in the right. The right frame of mind. Are you also drinking a platform beer or are you, what's your beer?
2: Okay, so I did. Chris went to the store and picked me up a beer that I feel fits this play. I am drinking Rheingeist's Whiffle.
3: Oh, Rheingeist. Uh, Because this oh, play whistle? is a fucking nice. whiff.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> I feel it fits. What are you drinking?
3: Uh, I've got Hayes Jude, uh, from Platform. I did not, Excellent. uh...
2: No. My other one... It's a
3: great beer, but I did not, uh, I did not fit the theme.
2: All of my beers tonight are Ohio beers. Hmm. So I've got...
3: Mine is, this is also an Ohio beer. This is, Platform is also Cincinnati.
2: So, Rheingeist, of course, I really like their lagers. Tried their wit beer. Um, all summer beers are gone, because it's September and the pumpkin spice is out, so everything's Oktoberfest. So Chris yep. still
3: get still get a few bits of Oberon here and there if you
0: look right and really... I know last time I was at the beverage Center, they still had Oberon. I
2: wanted summer teeth. I wanted it. It's delicious. It's been my beer of the summer. I love it. Um, but it's not there. In fact, he...
3: I was really disappointed. I did not see my favorite spring summer seasonal at all this year anywhere, and it could be because of pandemic and everything. I just wasn't looking. At the places where I normally find my good selection of beers. But I did not find uh, Ophelia from Breckenridge anywhere this year. So
2: Breckenridge gets rid of beers I like a lot. Pandora's. They've had
3: Ophelia for a while.
2: Pandora's Bach was probably one of my very favorite beers. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I found it, I had it for six months and it was gone. So I love Breckenridge, but they get rid of stuff too quick.
3: Well, they do a lot of seasonals, and then sometimes they don't bring those seasonals back. Which
2: pisses me off. But I do like almost everything Breckenridge has. I'm not a huge Porter fan, I've decided, but almost everything they have, I like. Even their IPAs. See, Porter is
3: my favorite beer style.
2: I've just decided it's too much Um, for me. Like, I can drink it, but I can have like two, or if I drink a lager, I can have like six. (laughs) So, lagers. But but my other one, I've got the.
3: Porter, Porter and its little brother, the stout
2: um yeah I, sweet baby jesus was at the kroger's up here i was excited to see them yeah. getting shelf space um but yeah my other my other beer that'll come out later i had him pick me up some of columbus brewery's Oktoberfest. because if mm-hmm. i love summer teeth so much i should give their other shit a shot
3: well yeah and they're they're uh They've got some really good beers, Columbus Brewing does. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward. Uh, that is like ca- the thing I'm looking forward to. Sup Cassie. About being in the Columbus area. Eventually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm-
1: going to attempt to get us talking about the play again. About the fact of this, that, that uh, I'm moving
3: to Flavortown. Is, oh uh, there's a lot okay. of really good breweries around there.
1: All right, so beer does... You know where there's sing- not a lot of good breweries? In the Forest of Arden. Let's get back to... In 1634,
3: when this play was written?
1: Yes. So, let's talk about... There probably
3: some dope-ass breweries. But,
2: beer will help this play. So, if you're playing along at home, unless you're driving, crack one open. Because this is a weird one. I think we should make yeah. a list of like which ones are the weird plays. This one's a weird this one. This one's
3: this one's this one's a little wild. So it doesn't get as weird as some of the other as some of them, but it is definitely it's definitely a weird I mean
2: there's no magic money baby in the forest.
3: Yeah, but it's no close. rich baby. It's close. No statue coming back to life. Instead
2: we get three widowed queens. So
3: Yeah, their the their husbands have been uh murdered. Or killed by Creon of Thebes.
1: So, and they are coming to petition Theseus to go do something about it. To
3: avenge avenge their husbands. This guy, Creon, he is no Robin Hood, this prince of Thebes. and, And more
2: than anything, it's just that they want the bodies back. They want to be able to bury their husbands. So they stop the wedding.
3: Chase would have liked that joke.
2: I bet he would have. But Chase also has the worst jokes. So
3: Come on, Robin Hood, Prince of Thebes.
1: No. Wow. No. Wow. No, I'm glad he's not here for it.
3: He would have loved it. Chase I know. would have loved it.
1: And I would have had to hurt him. It's a stress. Wasn't that like didn't
2: Briscoe County Jr. make that TV show happen?
3: I love I love the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Yeah,
2: didn't he do a Prince of Thieves?
3: Well, he was Atolychus, the Prince of Thieves, on Xena Warrior Princess, and Hercules.
2: Oh.
3: Bruce Campbell. Bruce
2: Campbell. That's the name. Okay, but either way. So they're on their way to their wedding, and these three queens <laughs> fall in front of them, like, oh my god. The
3: They're interrupting um the proceedings of Midsummer. Evil with their evil Creon
2: has killed our husbands and won't even let us go get the bodies. Can you stop and, everything you're doing, all of the guests that are here, and your wedding in particular, to go wage war and again. Look,
1: again? And Theseus look, is like, can just, I get married first?
2: No, you can't, because if you do, the bliss, the sheer bliss of marriage will keep you from the battlefield. So, how about use a. Pr-
3: the marriage meets are going to coldly furnish forth the marriage table by the time they get back after Pretty this. much.
2: But luckily, they use the age old proxy to get married (laughs) i think proxies are weird
1: and it's strange that at no point does uh theseus say yeah okay but i got these two other couples that i said could get married with us and they're (laughs) gonna be waiting and like not know what's going on if i don't show up so yeah how come nobody noticed in act
2: five of midsummer night that it's prithius up there and not theseus at all that's so
1: weird But Hippolyta's there with her sister, Amelia, and they, on behalf of the queens, they kneel before Theseus and they say, please go help our sisters, help them to recover their husbands. You know it's the right thing to do. We beseech you.
2: And he says, fine, I will go wage war. So this play is set up. There's a lot of women in the play to start.
1: There are. There are quite a few women. There's only two female names,
2: though. Yeah. yeah, only two of them get names. We haven't even met all of the women who will be in this play. And still. But we've, we've met, met the only names. We've met one. all the
3: ones with names. So
2: Hippolyta and Emilia.
3: Yeah, we we know all the ones with names. Also,
2: you would think, okay, this is a war and conquest type play. We're starting it's out with not. declared in war, right? And it's clearly not. Theseus is going to play a major role, right?
1: He doesn't. Ugh. He doesn't. No. Not, not at all? Yeah. No,
3: nah, he's hardly in this.
1: <laughs> oh, that makes no. Sen- yeah, okay. Just like in Midsummer, <laughs> he disappears after Act One. Yep.
3: Look, he's barely in it. So he's off hanging out with his buddy Oberon. Uh,
1: he's got to go get married. He's off because he's got to get he's got to get those two couples from the forest married. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: maybe they interrupted when he's on their on their way to get those couples from the forest so this play so they haven't gotten to them yet.
1: we haven't gotten there yet okay the,
3: yeah we haven't gotten to the forest yet that's why they're not confused all right
2: so okay. the play is called two noble kinsmen did we meet those people in the first act or the first scene
1: not in the first no. scene but in the second oh, scene, we do. okay
3: we do yeah we do meet them
1: we meet um, uh palamon Pal- and palamon Pal-
3: Pal- and Arcite, uh, a pair of a pair of fine Theban lads.
1: So, they're nephews of Creon the king. They don't like him. No, not at all. They're
2: enough. sworn to serve him, though.
1: Well, and so when he wages war with Theseus, they have to wage war, too.
2: It's not that he wants to serve Creon, because Creon's evil. And in fact,
3: I well, believe... Well, no, yeah, Arcite and Palamon have to. They're, like, sworn to do I
2: it. believe if you look at his banners, he's wearing the evil horde, like... He's got the horde symbol on him. He's he's a bad guy.
3: The horde's not evil.
2: I'm sorry. I'm talking about from Shira, the evil horde.
3: Oh, oh, with Hordak. I, I'm sorry. sorry. I was thinking about World of Warcraft. Sorry, we got our. I
2: watched Shira more recently than I played World of Warcraft.
3: That's that's fair. I have also watched Shira more recently than I have played.
2: Warcraft. It's one of my favorite jokes. What do you mean we're evil? It's in your name. You're the evil horde. Who calls us? Horde. It's one of my favorite jokes from that show. Um,
1: but, yeah, so they're they're sitting around talking and saying that they know their uncle's a tyrant and they wish that they didn't have to serve him, but they do have to serve him. Um, and so they are summoned at the end of this scene. Creon's in a great rage. We're being attacked. We must go fight against Theseus, who's really gonna, you know, come and fight like he means business because he wants to go get married.
3: He's in a hurry to get wed.
2: Because no ding ding before the wedding ring. That's right. Ba- back over to Athens. They're saying Theseus off. Hippolyta and Amelia are sitting there waving them away. And as soon as his boat is out of dock, they turn to each other and they're like, hey, that Prithius guy He's super great, right?
0: He's so prithy. He's so. Oh, he's so prithy! I like it. Oh,
2: she brought rubber bands to hit him with this time when he makes bad jokes. That one's a good one. I like it. I like it. Thank you. But Amelia, while talking about how prithy Prithian Prithios is.
3: <laughs> say that five times. I first. couldn't say
2: it once slow, so no. <laughs> um. Amelia starts talking Sorry about, about his prithy, prithios. this friend they all had that was Flavia, who's dead, and she'll never love anybody as much as she loved Flavia. Not even prithy Prithius.
0: He wasn't How the Flavia th- of the week. Maybe. Yep, Uh-oh. you have to stop. I he is on fire. This
1: podcast.
0: Oh God! Kick you out of podcast? <laughs> you can't kick Greedley out. Oh. You kicked me out. I just go and take a nap.
1: I know how to use Audacity now. I've started a podcast Chase, of my own. Chase, can you
2: switch out you that can't. coffee mug for some
1: beer or liquor?
0: I can't. I, I can't. I will. I will. Just because I I, I want to see I want to see the bad six. jokes go up.
2: I love it. I love it. She was that the look. she was the Flavia of the week till she died. Morbid. So
3: Well, she was around for a week before she died. But it's
2: just, that's a nice setup for, clearly Amelia's gonna fall in love. Oh yeah, with somebody.
1: Maybe. Kind of. It depends on how you look at it.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> so, next scene, still Act 1.
1: Theseus wins the battle. Off scene, We don't even get to see it. Off stage, we don't see it. But he has taken Arce and Palamon...
3: Who who Prisoner. did who did a great uh they did a great battle. Um sure. they were it was the greatest they were awesome. It was a great
2: battle. You sound like Trump right now. It sure sure was a great battle. It was the greatest, it was awesome. You should have seen it. We never never saw it. Seen it, it. it was huge. It was huge, biggest battle ever. We won so bigly. So bigly. Yeah, So, so big. bigly of all of the battles I've heard I, I'm not saying it. I've heard others say it. Biggest battle. <laughs> but Theseus uh, but comes back site- with...
3: Well, that, I think that's more of a Creon thing than a Theseus thing. Then. Yeah. So I guess if Creon had won... Creon Maybe that's what Creon is telling his yeah. people.
1: Best battle ever. Um, the fact that we lost is fake news.
2: But he's so anyway. happy. So happy to have our two nipple kinsmen. That he sends them to the best doctors to get better. And then throws them in a jail cell.
1: Act one just closes us out with the three widowed queens having their funeral pose- procession as Theseus presumably, like, jaunts away to go get married.
3: As, as Theseus fucking drags three dead kings <laughs> back to Athens and drops them off in front of these ladies, going, hey, can I get married it's-
1: now? And Lysander and Demetrius are like, what's what's up with the three dead dudes? And Theseus is like, don't worry about it, it's a different play. <laughs>
3: Theseus throws his sword into the crowd and is like, "Are you not entertained? <laughs> is this not why you are here?" You argue? have to
2: imagine, though, he could have brought back any, probably two to three month old decomposing body and just been like, uh, "Here you go." <laughs> Puts put the right kind of finery on it. And you're set. It's not like
0: they've got dental dental records,
2: unless Athens is like Rome. Okay,
3: I
0: got you. Maybe this maybe dead he's husband. using
2: Timon of Athens like seven league boots. And he can make it back and forth to Creon within...
1: Well, listen, Rome is right up the road. It's two
2: hours away. Two hours. Well, look, I don't know how far away...
3: Thebes is not... Thebes isn't very far from Athens, right? It's like a... She's down the road. I'm sorry. I have an
2: American education. I don't know anything about that part of the world. I I don't know where that is.
3: Um, I don't think, I actually do not think that Thebes is all that far from Athens, but definitely it's not like he got there in an afternoon, waged a war, so, and came back.
1: Well, not with that attitude.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, now if it had been Rome. He
1: could have, because it's could've. just down the road. Um, But they take... Literally we, right there. We move into Act 2 with these two princes who have been taken prisoner, and they have this scene that is so ridiculous, where they're in prison... And they're talking to each other, like, you know what, bro? It's not prison if I'm with you. If I'm with you, I cannot ever be, you know, consider together. Myself we will, we will get
2: through this. I've got you, and as long as you've got yeah, I get to be
1: in your company. Then we're gonna be great. Then it's fine. It's perfect, bro.
2: This is a bro. vacation until the jailer comes to take. Well, now I think we. The first scene of Act Two, we're gonna meet a girl who I feel needs a name. She's in, but half, doesn't get one. She's she's in half the, the fucking daughter. play. She's
1: a major character.
2: She's 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 a major character in the no name and her in name play. is daughter. So we've got jailer, daughter, and wooer.
1: Yeah, wooer.
3: Yeah, wooer, wooer of jailer's daughter.
1: Yep. I just I
3: I've decided I, his name is his name is Enoch. Uh
0: That is a that is the most in joke you could get. That is a that is a narrow casting to specifically bowling green ohio.
2: I I
0: That's
3: right. Enoch Wu. That's that's the wooer.
2: I would be so surprised if his he listens to this podcast.
3: You know what? That's fine if he doesn't. Okay. That's still my shout out. My shout-out to Enoch, who has taken so many photos of people that are in and around
2: you know, this podcast. Yeah, uh,
3: so for for a level
0: of context for anybody that doesn't live in Bowling Green, Ohio, Enoch is a very good friend. He was the best man at uh, my, uh, Cassie and I's wedding. He's also a phenomenal photographer and worked for the uh, local newspaper uh, for many, many years. Very good uh, photographer. Before he uh, uh, packed his bags and moved to San Francisco for bigger and better
2: things.
1: And his last name is yep. Wu, and there is the joke. <laughs> yes, um, that's it. So, Chase, Ryan's these... coming for
2: your title tonight.
3: I know, I hear it.
2: That's it.
3: Hey, no, I don't need your title, man. We share. <laughs> we can share. But we I was reading,
1: time. as I started reading this, I was reading through the, the Dramatis Personae. And I got to this section, and it's Jailer. Jailer's daughter. wooer of Jailer's daughter. And I'm sitting there going, hey, Bill, did you just get bored? Like, did you just get tired? He's like, I've written 37 other plays. I cannot come up with names for three more characters. He left it for John to do, and John just uh, procrastinated and never got around to filling in the blanks. It's place. opening
2: night, and they're like, so what did you end up naming those, uh, those characters? I thought you were doing that. I thought you were doing that. Fuck it, make it a... Oh, fuck. It's an artistic choice.
3: Billy Shakes is in the, in the audience looking at the handbill and going, John, where's, where's the fucking names, it's, man?
1: They need names. <laughs> they need names. Um, this is what happens with every group project. If there's not one person riding everybody else, shit gets missed. So,
3: Look, if, if I don't do the whole damn thing so myself, it'll not her. get done.
2: And I think her name should be Becky. She does some basic With the good shit. Hair? <laughs> but I think we should name her
1: Becky. I'm I'm here for it.
3: She gets a uh, she gets a she, she gets a rough shake. Uh, poor but poor Becky. But don't worry. Dude. All right,
1: the wooer um, won't hurt her.
3: But Enoch, Enoch oh, loves her.
1: Becky and Enoch And so, in a tree. I'm writing that yeah, down. Yeah. So so Enoch is there.
3: W O O
1: I N G. Nice. That one was okay. I like that one. But Enoch is there to get permission from the jailer to marry his daughter, and the jailer's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But first, check out these two dinguses I've got in this jail cell.
2: (laughs) Look at you look look at these. So they're like, they're poking they're like looking between the slots in the wall, or something like, look, 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 look. They're noble, but they're sitting in their own filth. That's hilarious. I would love to do
0: this show. With the turntable, yeah, so that you could have the wall set up, kind of splitting it in half. You do the 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 scene with the with the two noble kinsmen, and then you turn it around and do the and and you do the other side with look at the look at the guys in the the cells.
1: And so, and so we've got our side and Palamon broin out in the jail cell together, and then Palamon looks out the window and sees Amelia, and immediately goes, "Oh man." Nope, I am in prison. You know why? Because there's a beautiful woman out there, and I can't go claim her. I can't. And site's like, let me see the beautiful woman. And he goes to the window, and he's like, I'm in love. And Palamon's like, no, 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 no. Dibbies. Dibs. I'm in love.
3: Dibsies, man.
1: I called dibs. You did not.
3: Yeah. Now are,
1: we are mortal enemies. So they get, they get into... It,
3: they get it- they're they gonna go have a fucking from slap
1: fight. Yeah, I can't live without you. I'm so glad
2: I'm here with you. You're the one. We're
3: best bros.
2: You're the one for me too. I saw her first. No, I saw her first. Let's end it. And the jailer comes in and is like, "Children, stop
1: it!" And so the jailer comes and he says, "Hey, Arsite, you, you have family. They spoke for you. You're getting out of this jail. You're just going to be banished." Palamon is upset because now Arsite's going to be free, and if he's free, he can pursue Amelia.
2: I imagine our site's
1: upset because Palamon's still in prison, which is where Amelia is, and he's still going to get to see Amelia. And so,
2: ah, but the jailer—the jailer has another plan. He's going to move Palmolive to another cell that doesn't have a window, (laughs) and they have to—they have to reshackle him. Like they have to restrain and reshackle him to get him away. From the window, where every once in a while he and actually this is the first time it's happened, right? Where he has yeah. once happened to see Amelia walk.
3: Yeah, he doesn't even know if she ever's gonna walk past the fucking jail ever again. And neither does the jailer, but that's where we stand.
2: William Shakespeare seems to think that women can be instantly in love. Like or men, if for that matter, like just boom. I I saw her once. Love at first sight is all encompassing for Billy Shakes. Crazy. It's wild. Wild.
1: So I just want to read uh, the the website that I'm pulling my synopsis from um, has you know their analysis section afterwards, and uh, I I just I need to read this this paragraph summary for you. <laughs> it's delightful. Palamon's cry of I saw her first seems rather childish, as if they were arguing over a toy rather than a woman with thoughts and feelings of her own. <laughs> Indeed, her wishes or inclinations are not considered at all, as the men seem to assume her love for one of them would be a foregone conclusion. This behavior indicates how far they will have to go before discovering, if they ever do, what adult love may be about. <laughs> Man, uh, that is some
3: serious shade, and that is it is it is well deserved. I am here for it. Uh, it good is well
0: editorialization
2: from,
3: I, uh, I stand. 4-0. I stand. Whoever wrote that,
2: yeah, that uh, that needs cross stitched on a pillow. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's a lot
1: to cross stitch.
3: A long way. A long way to go. To it as well before yeah. they might understand what adult love might. be. What
2: adult love may be about. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, that, right. that's
3: excellent. That's an excellent shade. Now. And well deserved.
2: We're still well into Act Two. We gotta keep moving. Yeah. Come on, Cassie.
3: We're still only in Act Two. Yeah. Well, we got a late start tonight because of my computer issues, but.
2: It's true. So, uh. So,
3: Jailer's daughter, Becky.
2: <laughs> right. We're actually. Cause... Our site is out of jail. And he's like, man, I'm really glad to be free, but now I can't see Amelia whenever I want to, because I have to leave Athens, like, now.
3: Yeah, and we were thinking maybe our sight, our mind, but he finds a way to stick around.
2: Oh, oh my God.
1: God. Oh, my God. Ugh. I am going to quit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, he
2: runs into four country folk. My version doesn't have names again. John, John. Most, John.
1: Countrymen. Most of
3: the people in this play don't have names. Why would we need them?
1: Um, but it's May Day, and these, these four countrymen hope to perform a dance for the Duke, because, you know, they heard that at his wedding, this group of, like, randos got to go perform a play that was really bad, but the Duke loved it, and so maybe they'll get lucky, too. And he'll really like their May Dance.
2: I mean, Nesting Doll of Shakespeare
1: nesting doll of shakespeare Um, these guys guys are
3: late they're late to the wedding
1: yes they were hoping to perform for the wedding but they missed it so now it's may day and they're hoping that'll work yeah one of the mentions yeah there's a wrestling competition too and uh our site's like all right i could do that
2: so he decides i'll stick around for a little bit that's not a problem
1: Uh, i'll
2: i'll look poor no one will recognize me. It's not me like if I've been
1: banished poor. or anything.
3: Look, it's not like they're even going to recognize me. Come on.
2: Nobody will notice me if I'm wearing jeans. This jean jacket. Man of the people, that one. All right, so Becky. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So then we yeah we move on to Becky who has fallen in love with with uh, Pal- Paladin
2: Paladrome Paladin. Ooh, that's a good one.
3: <laughs> Paladin Paul olive.
2: Yeah, Paul olive uh and palm oil no it's over okay so it's hopeless
1: (laughs) she she says he can't she can't ever hope to marry him because he's a prince and she is lowborn. even though he's sitting in a prison
2: but love will drive her to unlock his fucking door
1: yes she because that's how she's gonna win his love she's gonna release him she's gonna free him fall in love with him she'll fall he'll fall in love with her that usually works. And that's the whole plan. The number well, look, of times hey, I've bailed noble. out somebody
2: in hopes that they would fall in love with me is... I mean, it's never happened, but it could.
3: It's not... Look, it's probably not zero, Beth.
2: I've... <laughs> it's zero. Oh, okay. It's zero. Look, there's she, always she a chance. She did have to think about it, there, but...
3: She did have to think about it, but there's always a chance.
2: I, I've actually never posted bail for any of you fuckers. Uh it just lets you sit in jail. Sorry, uh,
1: so so yeah, that's her plan. And so then we go back to our site who has won the wrestling competition again off stage. So
2: another battle One off stage. Offstage. Best battle ever. Incredible runner. This guy. Never the seen him better. He was,
1: wrestling. he was wrestling best.
2: Well, he wrestled better than everybody else. All shiny, oiled up.
3: Like
1: a- and so Theseus is congratulating him and peppering him with all these questions. Where are you from? Who's your family? Shiny as a Luau you noble P. born. So he's.
2: They're like, so what? A, you're a nice looking, low born, clearly country man. Um, I mean, look at that jean jacket. It's a nice jean yeah, jacket.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The jean jacket.
2: It really holds off the ensemble. I can't tell who you are at all. Tell me what you're doing here. Oh, I'm looking to make my fortune in your court, sir. I love you, sir. What could I do to help? And Prithy Prithius is like, um, you could distract Amelia, who's been chasing me for a month. She keeps trying to sneak into my room at night. It's terrible. It's not quite like that, but he's like...
3: It's not exactly like that, but hey...
2: Tell you what, why don't you go work for
1: uh, the queen's sister? How about that? That's like, Yes, that sounds fantastic. Oh, that, I are, will go and do that thing. Are
3: you sure that's a good idea? Oh, yeah. I, I guess I could. If I had to.
2: So, and Theseus... <laughs> Theseus turns to Amelia at one point and goes, Hey, you know, if I were a woman... That jean jacket would have won me over.
3: Yeah, you should you can take almost... a close
2: look at that guy. He's got rivets all the way up the jean jacket.
3: <laughs> that is a well well constructed jean jacket. I th-
2: <laughs> I think it's Wrangler.
3: <laughs> least, you know, it's I. It might be Levi's. No, even. no, no. That's, uh, that's why wise- he is country folk. That's pure
0: Wrangler. country.
2: I said I think it's a Wrangler. <laughs>
0: So, trying to remember what the Walmart brand name is. I can't. Old Glory, <laughs> is that it?
2: Wranglers are only sold at Walmart.
3: It's Stonewash on top yeah. of it.
2: So Wrangler's <laughs> their jean brand. Faded Glory.
3: Well, Ra- Wrangler, Wrangler Glory. is not Walmart's uh, specific brand, but they do basically only sell them like Walmart and Meyer and everything.
2: I'm not saying there's anything ah, wrong damn. with Wranglers. I'm just saying that's the only place I've ever bought them and I have. Because I need a good oh, jean I- jacket, too.
3: I say I've I've bought Wranglers plenty of times.
2: I'm not a noble kinsman.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm a country folk. So
1: speaking of our noble kinsman.
2: But, so the jailer's uh, daughter left let Palm
1: Olive out, right? Becky
3: let palm yep. olive out of jail.
1: He's in the forest and then our comes wandering through the forest to the top of Act Three, going, ah, oh, I'm working for Amelia. My plan to woo her is underway. I'm real glad my cousin is still in prison because if he was here, he would fly into a rage. At oh, shit. There's and a jumps out from the bushes and goes, I'm here and I'm flying into a rage. <laughs> there's a half,
3: a half starved crazy man living shit
2: covered, fucking living no jean jacket. So, and Becky's with him. So Becky's yeah. like behind him going, Oh, Jesus, no. As this, like, Mud covered dirt but, man stands up and in just goes, In
3: slow I motion. I
2: knew
1: it!
3: <laughs> in slow motion. She's
1: like, no. And so Palamon's like, Dude, I will fight you for Amelia. And our side's like, Okay, it wouldn't be a fair fight because you are impoverished from the prison and you're weak for lack of food you don't have a sword what if i get you food and a sword and nurse you back to health and then we can fight to the death for amelia
3: you're malnourished let me let me nurse you back to health and then i'll kill you
1: because this play is a constant a constant tension between these two wanting to kill each other over a girl but also, forgetting that for a second and going, oh my gosh, you're my cousin, you're my bro, and I actually really love you, and let me take care of you. Oh, wait, no. I do hate you. I do hate you. I'm, I'm going to... I forgot about that for gotta, a second. But it's got to be fair. I'm get back there.
3: If I'm going to kill you... It's got to be fair. If I'm going to kill you, it's going to be fair. It's like, you know... It's like,
1: if I if I killed you right now, it would just be in poor, poor taste. Well, if, but if, if I ever... taking if, him, like,
2: somewhere to be rested. He's like, you keep hiding in that bush. I'll bring you some food, and I'll nurse you back to health. If you stay in the bush.
3: Here though. sit stay here in the bush. Sit.
1: Back. <laughs> stay in the bush while I go stay in my house that's right next door to Amelia's because I work. Stay. There. And then Palm Olive is like, well, my cousin is super noble. He would never
2: just he pulls off that jean jacket, but he is super noble.
3: That noble kinsman.
2: He's super noble. Alright, so
3: so yeah, palm all of his But Becky's
2: looking for him.
1: He's also he's also still chained. He's been taking oh, yeah, he's been taking
3: that. the timing he's, of Athens route.
1: He's I forgot that he's still wearing chains. He's still chained. So our side is also going to bring a file to get the shackles off.
3: Yeah, he's got he's got to get the chains off of him.
1: But, so Becky is
2: trying to find him, wandering through the woods herself. She's hearing animal noises. There are wolves after her. It's dark. She's pretty sure Palmolive's dead and her dad'll be dead next. She is regretting every life decision that she's ever made. Which makes sense because she did some pretty basic shit.
3: She's starting to go crazy as she wanders through the woods.
1: It's because she hasn't slept and she's not eating and she's only had a couple sips of water. Dehydration is a bitch. Yeah, well, and a lack uh,
3: dehydration on top of a lack of sleep and, you know, malnourishment. She's going full Ophelia here.
1: Yeah. These scenes are really short. They are. Like, I will say that for this play. Oh, no, it's
3: got a snappy pace. It really does. Even on the page, it's got a snappy pace. Um.
1: Yeah. And so our site comes back and he has the food and he has the file and he's got some clean clothes and they're like let's not talk about Amelia right now let's not spoil our time together. Let's not yeah. With uh talking about what we're going to fight to the death Let's over. not let's, let's not just hurt, get you let's well again our
3: love right now. Let's be let's let's go let's back Let's just to, get you healthy. Let's go again. back to a time before that woman we're not talking about when we were bros.
1: And so they start reminiscing about, like, all of the cool adventures that they've had together and all of these happier times from their past. And then all of a sudden, Pal- uh Arsite accuses Palamon, You were thinking of Amelia when you were remembering that fond memory, weren't you? I heard it I in could, your I sigh. I could tell.
3: By the, yeah, by the way you fucking sighed. I could tell that you were thinking about Amelia. <laughs>
1: You are now my enemy again and please remember that I will be killing you as soon as you're healthy. Enough I to I
3: stand will up I will kill you. Trust me. It's going to happen.
1: And so he leaves and Palaman's like I swear I'm going to kill him if he comes back. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him if he shows his face here again. I'm gonna do it. These two are ridiculous.
3: So, <laughs> Becky, gone crazy, she meets our troop of countrymen uh who were handing out jean jackets earlier.
2: <laughs>
3: and uh they uh Gerald who's a random ass schoolmaster, he gets a fucking name. But yep.
2: <laughs> Becky doesn't. But but Becky yeah. took random took 600 years or 400 years or however long to get Becky name. Random school ass uh
3: Gerald with these guys out in the woods. Gets a name. He invites Becky to join the performance. Because
1: um, they still haven't met Theseus in the woods. They're hoping to, but that's still hasn't happened. Well, has no, happen. but now they've, got, now they've got... But stage- don't worry.
2: Theseus is going to wander by.
3: They've got crazy Becky now. Like, <laughs> things are... Their prospects are looking up. And... What should...
1: And then they hear... They hear the hunting. What porn. should
3: happen, but
1: it's Theseus, Theseus God, and damn.
3: out hunting. Gerald flags them down. Hey guys,
1: and he goes, "Hey, I uh, I hear that you like uh, not terribly good performances from random collections of country folk. Can we perform a dance per- for you? In perhaps,
3: the woods? perhaps, random country folk that you may or may not meet in the woods. <laughs> As a matter of fact." I do like the cut of your jean
0: jacket. Yeah, let's see how this goes. There's
2: nothing I love more than stopping everything that I was currently doing to watch your performance. I wasn't expecting, but I'm sure the fox won't get far, right?
3: But you guys have some swell jean jackets.
2: Reminds me of this other guy I know. Well, I'm pretty sure that jean jacket's with him too. Am I right? So they <laughs> get it.
1: <laughs> they do the dance. And Thesis is like, Great.
2: Here's some money. Here's some money. Get the fuck out of the way of my horse. I'm gonna horse. go
1: I'm gonna go keep haunting this fox. See ya. And as they ride away, I'm sure that he and Hippolyta have a conversation about Hippolyta saying, See, this is what you're gonna become known for. You can't You can't entertain every yokel who shows up wanting to, you know. Put on a show for you, dude. I am, but I want I them am, to like me. I am the
3: Duke Then stop of,
1: killing their daughters when they don't want to get married. I
3: am the Duke of their? Athens, okay? I can do that if I want.
1: <laughs> he just wants to support everybody. Look,
3: he gives them. a fuck about the arts, okay?
2: He,
1: he's the guy <laughs> who and goes and does five bucks it. on
2: every Kickstarter he can find.
3: Yeah, he's out there. He's, he's you know out there. What? He's supporting Patreons. He's getting on Kickstarter. He's doing GoFundmes.
1: I absolutely appreciate that about Theseus. Now, if he could just update his policies on how he treats the women in his, uh, I I agree. Um, look, that'd be real look, good. Look,
3: I can I can stand Theseus for his uh, for his uh, support of the arts, while at the same time having to have a serious talk with the guy about how he treats uh, women. For sure. All right.
1: Yep. Well, I'd like to see a duel. Okay, well, good f- good news. Um, Palamon has recovered his strength. Oh, good. He had
3: a sandwich.
1: He's gonna kill site as soon as Arsight comes back to the forest. He's got a sword. His shackles are off.
2: Do you ever, like, get ready for a duel and you realize that you can't buckle your own some sort of armor that is used for dueling? I couldn't think of one.
0: A lame? Yeah. A lame?
2: Or lame? You're- like gold lame? That's a type of fabric.
3: It's also a piece of armor.
2: Either way. Well, it was an armor for those disco queens too. <laughs> you know, you can't get you can't tie your own gauntlet tight enough, right?
3: True enough, true enough.
2: Well, isn't it nice that these two kinsmen are so noble that they'll help each other out as they get ready to kill each other? They
3: dress each other in their armor,
1: and they note that. Listen, we're of the same blood. If you kill me, the gods and I will forgive you. And the other one's like, "Yes, but if you die in this fight, it will be a mark of cowardice. It'll
3: be because you were a bitch."
1: Yeah, so don't don't die. I mean, we're just dueling.
3: Yeah,
2: don't die.
3: But if you do, I'll forgive you.
2: So they go, and then they go on they start and on, to fight. and all of a sudden, look, just I, I love
3: about to, I like, love these two. They're so dumb.
1: They are. And the hunting horn sounds again, and Arset goes, oh shit, that's Theseus, I don't have my jean jacket, we're technically, neither of us supposed it's to be the here, because you're supposed to be a prison, and I'm supposed to definitely not be an athlete. Oh
3: shit, it's the
2: fuzz.
1: <laughs> oh shit, it's the fuzz. So, the duke comes riding up,
2: and Arsic's like, and get like, in the bush, hey. get in the bush, get in the bush, and Pommel's like, no, you are a coward, I'm not getting back in that bush, you can't make me I have
3: cleaned, I've
2: cleaned the mud and
3: shit off myself. I will stand and deliver.
1: And the duke and Theseus rides in, and he's like, "Aren't you supposed to be in prison? And aren't you definitely not supposed to be in Athens? And aren't you the guy who was wearing a bedazzled where the jacket fuck is your jeans? I really jacket? admired."
2: <laughs> so, and what he's more mad about than anything else is that these two idiots are dueling in the forest, and if they—that's where he hunts. If they can. Continue to duel. He's just gonna kill him. Which, by the way, is the point of the duel. Like,
3: just let him I finish guess one it off. Extra
2: person dies, but yeah, just just let so him finish they it both off. To like, Instead, yeah, these guys like have a
3: Three Musketeers moment, and the two of them go, "Well, fine, fuck you. We'll kill you."
2: And they attack. <laughs> they attack Theseus and his fucking men. Yeah, all right. Us or whatever his name is. All right, rights, like ass right. As- we're not looking. For you to give us mercy. We're looking for you to let us kill each other. For Amelia.
1: And thesis is like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got that. Hey, we,
3: we both love her. So much.
1: So, so thesis is like, hey, Amelia, uh, how do you feel about this? And she goes, um, well, I don't know. I guess they're both kind of cute a little bit. I'd, I'd married one of them.
3: That, yep. They both both look good, I guess.
1: Well, what would you have me do with them? Maybe you could banish both of them. No, 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 no. If I do that, they're just going to kill each other. And then that's going to be on my hands. So uh, why don't you pick one that you want to marry? I I do. And then the one that you don't pick will kill. And she doesn't want to do that. Seriously, just banish them. I don't care if they find each other and kill them somewhere else. Just banish them. Duke's like, no. But no, we could pick one and then we'll kill the other one. And she's like, I don't I don't want to be responsible for that. She
3: can't pick dinner. She doesn't know where she wants to go. So she doesn't want you know, she just wants them both gone. She's Yep. She has chosen neither option.
2: <sighs> she I'm sorry. She didn't want to pick where she wanted to go for dinner. <laughs>
3: So she ban she's trying to banish the restaurants.
1: <laughs> this is not Amelia's fault.
3: No, I'm not saying and it's. No,
1: it's not. And then Amelia says, "I've got because she doesn't suggestion. want to pick, so she's what trying if- to get them
3: out of the way, so that way."
1: Yeah. So the- what if they swear to leave the kingdom and never fight over me and never see me again and go their separate ways? And they're like, "No, no, no, we can't do that because we're in love with you. We can never." Not <laughs> and these two, with you. these two, and so one of us, us must up. die.
2: So Thesis is like, tell you what, I got a good idea. Instead of solving this right now, in a month's time, one month, because I've got shit to do, I'm hunting, have been delayed once by idiots, delayed now twice by idiots, one month, you come back, each of you bring some friends, I could use some entertainment, you'll be uh, like a round robin death, maybe we'll do brackets.
3: You guys... You guys, you and your three friends versus you and your three friends, and the losers <laughs> and all get to so, die.
2: To, in my mind, everybody gets and to And the help. winners mind, all get to marry of, Amelia. So so often in these things, it's your best versus my best, right? Mm-hmm. And this is clearly like a, uh 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 uh. Your idiot versus our idiot. Yeah. <laughs> we Let's got, watch this. We had
3: two idiots. We're going to fight them against each other.
1: Let's watch the idiots. Because these two are offered so many opportunities to not die. And they don't take anybody up on any no, of No, they don't. They're I... bound and determined. I swear to God, the... one of us is going to fucking die.
0: These are the princes from Into the Woods.
1: Yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: Yes, 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 yes,
0: yes. They are big, they are brash, they are powerful, and they will do every <laughs> dumb thing that the first dumb thing that comes to their mind and heaven or hell try to stop them.
1: Agony! And whatever your dumb idea is, my idea is going to be. My dumber. dumb idea is way better. Watch. We also. Look. Everybody we in also this situation do deeply
0: love each other all so much.
3: The, These
2: two men love the, each other so much. All of the male ideas in this situation are dumb. And they have all still screwed over Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So at the end of the day, he's like, Alright, alright, alright. Tell you what, tell you what. You come back in a month. You're idiot versus our idiot. Well, I mean You're both idiots. You idiot versus you idiot. Bring some friends. We'll just let you guys lower get out of the gene pool and whoever wins gets to marry amelia and amelia's going yeah that sounds wait hold on what no and
3: I'm the like- loser gets killed
2: and i think she at this the win-win start, situation she's got look- to look at her sister who's the queen of the fucking amazons i been like is this is this what we left theramasquia for is this it
1: yeah yeah, yeah yeah it is
2: give me back my bracelets i'm going back to the goddamn island this shit
1: because lest we forget as previously canonically textually stated earlier on Amelia is mourning the loss of her lesbian lover yep who she loved more than she will ever love anybody else period
2: she doesn't want to be in love with men she loves flavia
1: and let me tell you, if the only men she's ever really met are Theseus, Arcite, and Palamon, I can't blame her for that opinion. Nope. This is not a great sample of manhood.
3: No, they're idiots. All of them. Yes, all of them. The chuckle fuckies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> these, these fucking chuckle nuts are really, like, they are as dumb as you can be. They love each other very much, but at the same time, they hate each other. They think. I'm,
2: I'm really, I'm really liking the Princess from the Into the Woods because it, yeah. That, that
3: reference doesn't work for me because I'm like, I vaguely remember seeing it once. So I will take your word for that. They're all basically, exactly. they're, they're basically Gaston.
2: Sure. But dumb.
1: Uh, yeah, that works too.
2: Uh, Gaston's pretty so dumb. The, but okay, dumber. Gaston's cruel. Either way. Spe- yeah, the cruelty is the Yeah. So, speaking of dumbasses, the jailer back in Athens is like, hey, 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 so they found Pomala, right? Um did, do they
3: Did they find anybody Did they find daughter?
2: Anybody say any Nope, he doesn't even care about that yet. Did anybody say anything about about him escaping and how mad the duke might be
1: Anybody? am I in trouble has anybody heard has anybody
0: seen my jean jacket (laughs) (laughs) because it did go missing right around the same time and
2: and has anybody uh, after my jean jacket what else was missing oh yeah have you seen my daughter I swear to god I saw her yesterday yep daughter
3: her name's not even Becky Becky? to him she's just daughter has anyone seen so, daughter? Maybe call her a name. And
1: so, Enoch is there, going, "Yeah, I did find her. Uh, she's gone crazy, and I'm not sure what to do about that. Any help uh, would be appreciated."
2: <laughs> well, fine. Let's get my brother, jailer's brother.
1: Bro, oh, brother. Oh, brother,
2: you come in.
3: Oh, bro- yeah. Oh, oh jailer brother. Because he's known by the...
2: <laughs> yes, Jailer brother. Hi, Jailer brother.
1: <laughs> and so he's the- known by Becky the profession is there and of his and brother. She's- Becky is there, and she's going on and on about, like, everybody's in love with Palamon. There's 200 girls in the village, and they're all in love with Palamin. And I bet he's slept with all of them, too. And this is a problem for me. And there's some kind of, like... It wasn't a friar. I wanted it to be a friar, but it wasn't. There's a doctor who is saying, all right, wooer, here's what you gotta do. You gotta pretend to be Palamon and slowly lure her back into your affections. Which, that sounds like a great plan. Let's it's do that. It's super
3: fucked up. That's what it is. Yeah. It's super fucked well, up.
1: It's It's kind
2: of in line with how Shakespeare deals with crazy people anyway, or making people crazy for that matter. Yeah. But she does get to sail out on the good ship Palamon. I mean, it's an imaginary ship that everybody gets to pretend to be on with her. Yeah. Yeah. Onward.
1: So anyway, we go back to Amelia, who was contemplating this predicament she finds herself in.
3: So there's some there's some prayers before before we get back to this uh the tournament. There's some prayers that the three make. Arsite prays to Mars that he's going to win. Palamon prays to Venus that he's going to marry Amelia, and Amelia prays to Diana that she marries the one who loves her best. Clearly, all of them should have been playing to Dionysus,
0: because he's the god of theater. Bacchus. Bacchus.
1: Oh! Gods like no, this is Greece. Oh. This is Greece. It's Dionysus. Yeah. No, it's not, because Mar- you just mentioned Mars, Venus, and Diana, which are the...
3: Shakespeare fucked that up all the time. It should be Dionysus. It should be Ares, Aphrodite, and Artemis. I mean, yeah.
1: I agree with you, but...
3: But to keep it consistent.
1: Which I'm not sure exactly why we're praying to Diana about marriage because she's one of the Vestal Virgins. I'm pretty sure. I think that that's why, why she's praying to, praying to her. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with Beth um, on that one.
2: I don't want to get married, but I guess, I mean, I love me best. Kind I just of need some
3: me time. Can I, I just want to do me for
0: a couple of years. Is that all right? Is that
3: allowed?
2: It is, Chase. Well,
3: so not in Chase's no. case. It's not? So they, they, they do their, they pray. Each one of them, their prayers are granted. So everybody gets what they want. Let's and see how so that works out. we don't
1: actually, again, we don't see the duel. Once more. Why would we? We're with Amelia, and she's like, I don't actually want to watch this. Can you just, like, servant, give me a blow-by-blow blow of what's happening? And so he keeps running in to report on where things are. And in the end, site wins the duel. But he doesn't kill Palamon. Palamon's going to be killed later. But Arcite has won. And she's like, well, okay, guess I'm marrying Arcite then.
3: Except, plot twist <laughs> Arcite gets thrown off of his horse, like hits his head on a fucking rock, and dies.
1: And dies.
3: <laughs> like a chump. So
1: he won. He won the battle, which is what he prayed for. Uh, but then they're like, okay, well, 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 well let's not kill Palamon then. Let's marry Palamon to Amelia. Because he was the runner-up, so.
3: And they they lay our site in state. Uh, they cover him with a flag made out of jean jackets. <laughs> it's a lot of jean
0: jackets. I'm really mad that we got on this jean jacket train
3: two away from the end.
2: I'm also... Yeah, right? it's true. There had been a lot more uh, jean they fucking,
3: Do you think they played... The, the honor guard... <laughs> folds up the jean jackets <laughs> and hands them to Amelia. Somebody plays Freebird in the
2: background. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. What? It's a good funeral? You've, you've destroyed oh. him.
2: It's, I don't know if I've oh. ever
0: seen him that cut up by something. Kudos. Oh, it's man, a good was, funeral
2: was... song.
3: That was great. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they fucking Freebird. Uh, everybody's holding their fucking lighters
0: up. What the goes future.
2: together better with jean jackets than Leonard Skinner?
0: Oh, no, absolutely nothing. That was the correct <laughs> reference to thank make. You. I oh, was no, appalling no, your efforts. You. That was 10 out of 10. Um,
1: that
3: was so good, Beth. That was
2: thanks. so good. I did
1: push-ups I wanna to get to make ready make sure I want to make sure that in in getting through the plot for Arsight and Palomon and Amelia, we don't skip over... One of my favorite moments from this play, Are you talking? which is between jailer and doctor who is assisting in this plan with wooer and daughter. And he's talking to the wooer and he goes, hey, you are pretending to be Palamon and we want to heal this, this girl's poor mind. So you have to go along with anything that she asks you to do. And the jailer's like, yes, that's right. That's right. And the doctor goes, including if she asks you to have sex with her. And the jailer goes, wait, what? And the doctor's but, like, no, no, huh? no. Trust huh? me. He's got to have sex with her if she asks for it. And the jailer's like, I, I don't agree with this part of the plan. That seems the- wrong. Oh, no, no, no. We've It'll work. Gotten- It'll work. Don't We've- worry.
2: Your penis will set her
1: straight. We've gotten.
2: Don't worry. He can, he can fuck her back
3: to sanity.
1: Yeah. But it just the, the text, literally, as they're going through and the doctor's like, and this is the plan. And the jailer's like, yes, yes, this is the plan. Yes, this is the plan. Also have sex with her. Wait, what? And it's like the one moment of, I think, decent parenting is when the jailer's like, that doesn't seem ethical. I think it's <laughs> it's also taken us to the
2: very maybe last play that Shakespeare wrote for him to admit that deceiving someone into having sex with you is not, maybe, perhaps, ethical. Because we've yes. done it multiple times. In many, multiple many plays. Many, many plays.
1: Many plays.
2: But I do, I like, he agrees to, like, pretend to marry her or really marry her. I'm not sure. They kiss, and then they go tuck into bed, and he promises not to hurt her. And that was creepy. Yeah. The whole thing. It was. But points to the yes. wooer for Enoch for not wanting to hurt Becky for
3: Enoch. That's yeah. right. He didn't want to hurt Becky.
1: But it it works to an extent. <sighs> what? I think you know maybe a good night's sleep and a glass of water is probably more beneficial to her oh, at this point. Yeah. But
2: maybe an IV drip, if possible. Like if the doctor Hydrate could have done died this- some saline, Yeah. some
3: saline, some Tylenol. She needs a sandwich too. She was wandering around in the woods for a while. Just, isn't like, there
2: some old lady in a hut that can feed her slow, slowly some broth and maybe sponge up some bread? And I
1: don't. Know. Don't go to Timon's cave though, because he doesn't have potatoes. He's only got gold.
3: Well, no, she's got to go to the shack behind the castle. Um, the statue. Where that ladies, shack. just take. Yeah, the statue shack.
2: That's what she was doing the whole time.
1: This play really is the glue that holds the entire Shakespeare cinematic universe she goes together. she goes
3: back to the statue shack and gets nursed back to health.
2: <laughs> All right, so Palamon and his knights prepare for their execution, right?
1: Well, yep. except that then we're like, no, you're not gonna get killed. you're gonna actually marry Amelia because yeah, then then they, they change their, their mind. Horse. And that's,
2: uh... But, it, I mean, he is in his wait for death. He is at least noble enough to ask the jailer how his daughter's doing. Um, I mean, because he was released by her and hasn't thought about her in a month. And the jailer's like, oh, no, she's super good. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, she's, she's doing, doing great. great. She's gonna get married soon. And he's like, here.
3: She's fucking this guy.
2: Here's it's okay. That's awesome. Here's some money for her. It it just it's
1: yeah, and that's uh that's what we get for Becky's ending, end. right?
2: Yeah, she's good. Yeah, oh, no, she's good. Super happy. Super happy. Thanks. Thanks, her husband's you. So if she comes towards you, I mean, uh, don't be surprised. But. <laughs> Arsite's been thrown from his horse, lies dying, and gives Amelia to Palmon
1: Yes, so we, we do find Arsite before he dies, and Palamon comes over, he's like, I was wrong. The world was wide enough for both Palamon and me. <laughs> this whole time we could have been
2: together. And Amelia's like, God fucking damn it, he gave me to him. We weren't even married. This is strange stupid we didn't
1: i didn't even what you don't even go here We're going back to the goddamn island and so then they're gonna have a funeral and then immediately they're gonna turn around and celebrate a marriage at which point i assume horatio comes running on going no 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 that's a bad idea that never leads to anything <laughs> good
2: we hold on i've seen this before hold on come on come on hamlet come tell the story and the funeral oh,
3: needs are head. gonna f- coldly furnished for at the marriage table I'm super
2: dead
1: and then we move on to the epilogue where somebody comes out and goes, hey, if you liked it, great. If you didn't like All it, Chaucer's remember, fault. it's Chaucer's.
2: I feel like I should go back to when I was doing my undergraduate in English and I should have ended every single paper in any <laughs> literature class with, I hope you liked it. I hope I get an A. If it's not an A, don't worry.
3: Chaucer wrote it.
2: It's really from Chaucer. <laughs>
3: if you don't, if you don't like it,
2: I think there's there's at least two of my professors who would have been like, yeah, that's funny." I don't care who you are. That's funny. That's funny. So it's a wild, it's weird. a
3: wild ride.
1: It is very strange.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I started. We started it, and it's. Two noble kinsmen, a comedy. Like, oh, okay, comedy. Oh, but we're starting with fighting and characters I already know. That's dumb. You know, no comedy starts with battles. Well, none of the the
3: action, none of it, happens on stage. None of it, except for except for the fight.
2: There's some interesting things.
3: uh, Theseus interrupts. Which yeah, in my mind really
1: is, is a slap fight. <laughs> like they take a couple swipes with the sword and then well, they no, throw the that- sword away, and it's just like, Nyeh. see now I fight and that's and what his Theseus goons. rides in on.
2: I imagine it to be where they continue to preen around each other in a circle, like making fake lunges and talking about how they're about to start, and you know, I will throw the first blow. No, I will throw the first blow. Oh, fisticuffs! I'll butter your bread.
3: I'll give you a rap right on the Jack
2: Johnson. <laughs> I have, I have a, a co-worker named Jack Johnson, and I can't, I can't because that means penis. <laughs> don't worry, he knows about this podcast, and he knows I make that joke often, so we're good. Mm. It's okay.
0: I I don't think you can know you and not know that that joke would be a like in your back pocket at all times. Well,
2: and when I told him about it, he goes, "I've never heard that before," and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't comfortable <sighs> with anything, so it's all good. Okay. Oh, no, not my Johnson. Give me a that wrap on the Mario old Babosky. Jack Johnson. So, it just... This, like I said, there's a lot, violent. I think, to unpack inside this play. Because it goes everywhere, but we have things like, why do I have the characters with kid names? Female agency in this, there isn't any, but yet we have the potential for one of, what should be, in my mind, one of the stronger characters. But Hippolyta wasn't strong in Midsummer either. So, I don't know why I keep thinking that the Queen of the Amazons would be a strong female figure. We have
3: six female characters. Two of them get names. Yeah. That's it. That's it. None of them get Yep. Yeah, oh man, we are going to have a lot to talk about.
1: We are. Well, and a lot
2: to make fun of. Although we made fun of a lot already.
1: Although we, did. we didn't, we we got through this at a fairly quick clip, and we didn't stop to write down a whole lot of pins. So if you have any now that you definitely want to make sure we talk about beyond our perma pin, I've definitely got one for the shared authorship question um, to continue to talk <sighs> about. Like, who wrote what? Who's responsible for which pieces?
0: Whose fault is this?
1: Who's who did this? Because everything that I saw purports that Shakespeare wrote most of Act One and most of Act Five, and John Fletcher wrote most of the stuff in the middle. So it, in my mind, I just imagine him writing says, "Here's the here's the beginning. You keep it going, and then I'll see what you've got, and I'll wrap it up at the end." And he gets Acts Two through Four, and just goes, "Jesus fuck, John, what am I supposed to do with this?"
3: <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to think that I'd like to think that that uh, Billy uh, he wrote. Act 1 and Act 5, and then told Fletcher to get from point A to point B.
2: See, now I kind of wish we had been recording when Chase and I went on our 30-minute conversation about Minecraft and other people coming into your builds and destroying them. Because it's not that far off. You built this really beautiful not. house, then you know, <laughs> log out for a couple of days, you come back to finish it up, and someone's and filled John it with John Fletcher. Fletcher's filled it with lava. It's all full of lava. So, we'll need to talk um, but about yeah, that. Oh, so yes, we can
1: definitely we'll... talk about that a little bit more. I'd um... like to
2: talk about how, like, you're in the audience watching this. How do you walk away from it? Like, what do you take away? Are you laughing? I'm laughing this whole time. This is a hilarious play. Like, I can think of if I'm directing this play, directing those two men, this is funny.
1: It's hilarious. There are a but lot of, and there are a lot of different.
3: supposed to be? Yeah. There are a lot of different ways that you can direct the two of them to also to, to make it funny yeah. as well. Um, uh, comparisons between this and um, the uh, "A Knight's Tale" starring Heath Ledger, Alan Tudyk, uh, Paul Bettany. Uh, I don't see how
2: <laughs> And this isn't, like, a Lion King Hamlet thing.
3: Well, no, I'm saying that movie is called A Knight's Tale. This is based off of A Knight's Tale by Chaucer. Technically, so is that a little bit as well. Um, That was my joke, though.
2: All of the things that would be Knight's Tale... And it's been years since I read Chaucer. On purpose.
3: Well, the duel at the end really is...
2: But that's, like... It's most of the off-screen action stuff is what Knight's Tale is.
3: Well, I mean, the Knight's Tale from Chaucer, I mean, we're talking about the knight telling his story and, you know, everything that goes... And it has been a long time since I've read Chaucer. Maybe during our, like, Um,
2: intermission, I'll go do a quick reread of what Wikipedia says (laughs) about the the Knight's Tale. Yeah, it's
3: been a while since I've read uh, Chaucer's Knight's Tale. Um, it's been a long time since I've read any of the Canterbury mm-hmm. Tales. Yeah, but uh, actually, I think
1: that's a really good place to jump off from for the next episode. But I think this one, as Beth set up in the beginning, is a wild roller coaster. There's ups, there's downs, there's unexpected twists.
3: There's twists. There's cul de sacs. Frankly,
1: yeah. and right um, at the end, somebody might get thrown out of the roller coaster, and you'd never see it coming.
2: Yeah. I- <laughs> His death is definitely like a hey. I was wa- I, w- I was watching this show. What, who? What's going on? Why do we just kill off the main character? Did they have beef with the director? The show producer switch, and all of a sudden <laughs> we got to get his nephew in. Like, what's going on? Huh.
3: That's it. That's exactly mm. it. Burbage, fucking Burbage. It's, Burbage. Burbage is I, like... it's
2: true. I got to find a way to blame Richard Burbage for it.
0: Burbage decided so Burbage the, the like, septum needed to die, so you know green fire everywhere.
2: It's true. It's true.
3: And he's like, "I fucking hate that guy. Why did you let him? Why did you let him be a main character, Bill?
2: Oh well, tell you what, he can be a main character, but then we're killing him. When?
3: Yeah, we're just act gonna act five scenes
2: four right at the end,
3: right at the fucking end, it's gonna Bill. Be the last thing that you happens. write that what in, fuck,
2: do it off stage. I don't even <laughs> want to see him die. Just tell me he died.
3: You make it
2: work. I don't you feel like doing work, a
0: fight Bill. scene this week, Bill. <laughs>
2: <The> <laughs> fight oh, good. Out. We'll tell you what. Your last words on my stage will be going, <coughs> The world was big enough for the two of us. <laughs> That's how he dies. Just in case you wanted to know. <laughs> That's my interpretation. But <laughs> <laughs> If only <laughs> Mark <laughs> Anthony had been as brief in dying. <laughs> yes.
3: If only, if if only Desdemona had been as so brief and dumb. or not
2: come back. I mean, she is dead, and she's talking still.
3: Zombie Desdemona.
1: It's like anyway, but I think I think that basically does it for us. For that does I, it days. does. Yeah. This one's weird. It's <laughs> it's very strange. Um, Ooh, let's
2: try to find a theme, like a thematic line for this play.
1: You work on that over the uh, through line even. And, Can we find, uh, a, find theme? a through line? We will come back. Is it about truth?
2: <laughs> Never about
1: truth. Apparently, or is it about control? It's about control.
2: Look,
3: I said, and this actually, the funny fun. thing is, is the funny thing is, is you said. <laughs>
2: If I take off my while I was away, get, this argument
3: doesn't happen. You said, you said Othello was about truth, which vindicated me.
2: Huh? What?
3: You said Othello was about truth, which vindicated. Oh, good. Me. Yep. I have Yep, it I did. Recording. It's about truth. I walked away yep. to get a beer. Sure, it's about truth. I walked away to get a beer. You sure said did. it, not me. You yep. said it while I was away. Not a problem. So I'm just glad that me it's too. on recording.
1: Me too. I'm Cassie Greenley. I'm Beth
3: Roars. I'm Chase Greenley. No, we're not done with this.
2: <laughs> Singing night, This has been the Shakespeare Podcast,
3: episode seventy-four.
2: That sounds before, right. I think. Sure. Go ask that moose out front. Uh, it should have told you.
3: Oh yeah, the podcast is over. Moose out front should have told. Don't you. forget your jean jacket.
1: <laughs> oh my Yay! jean jacket. And there's another square on your bingo cards. We have okay. added a new catchphrase. But we Take we've
2: gotten rid off. of so many because Chase no no longer says that rich all baby at the end of every episode.
3: <laughs> can we put can I, we put the rich baby in a jean jacket? Yes. Swaddle that rich baby in that jean jacket. You never know it was rich. <laughs> that's right. That's how you that that's how you hide how rich a rich baby is. You swaddle it in the jean jacket.